This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Good morning. Welcome to Axios Today. It's Monday, December 21st, the first official day of winter. I'm Erica Pandey, filling in for Nyla Boodoo. Here's how we're making you smarter today. We could soon have self-driving taxis. Plus, America's somehow fitting terrible end to 2020. First, though, today's one big thing. The $900 billion coronavirus compromise. We've been talking about a second stimulus deal for months. Last night, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell announced both sides have finally come to an agreement. We can finally report what our nation has needed to hear for a very long time. More help is on the way. Dan Primack is a business editor at Axios. So what's in this deal? Uh, So there's a lot in this deal. We're talking over $900 billion. First, there's going to be another round of these PPP loans for small businesses. There are going to be direct checks to lots of taxpayers. But this time, I think it's going to be about $600. There's money to help with vaccine distribution and contact tracing and things like that. And Congress has been working on this for months. What were some of the big compromises they had to make to get it over the finish line? There was a couple big compromises. For example, no state and local aid, which is something Democrats had wanted. And there are no limited liability protections related to COVID for schools and businesses, which is something Republicans had wanted. And then I guess the last thing, the compromise is including these direct checks. It's not as much as Josh Hawley, a Republican, and Bernie Sanders, a Democrat, wanted. But this wasn't included at all in the bipartisan proposal from Joe Manchin and Susan Collins and others. And as we've been waiting for this second deal, the economic carnage we've witnessed has been drastic. How much is this going to help? It's definitely going to help. This is something that probably gets us kind of through the end of March, maybe into April. And then the real question is, at that point, where are we? Democrats view this as a starting point. They believe that once Joe Biden is in office, they can now build on this and get a bigger package. Republicans seem a lot more hesitant to do that. From their perspective right now, this is as good as it's going to get. Dan Primack is a business editor at Axios. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Erica. We'll be back in 15 seconds with a new development for self-driving cars. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Welcome back to Axios Today. After years of hype, self-driving cars may finally have a path to market. Lyft announced last week they were adding self-driving Hyundais to their fleets in a number of cities starting in 2023. Joanne Muller is Axios' transportation correspondent. Good morning, Joanne. Hi, Erica. We've been hearing about this tech for years now, but we still see very few cars on the road that actually don't have anyone behind the wheel. 
Could Liv break this all open? Well, we're getting closer, but it's still a couple years away. There are a handful of driverless taxis already on the road, open to the public in Phoenix. So the technology is arriving, but in such small numbers that you really have to look for it to find it. Over the past several years, more and more people are relying on being a Lyft or Uber driver to provide for their family. What about all those jobs if these cars go driverless? The driverless cars are limited to a certain square mile area that they've already mapped out. So if you have a slightly longer route or you're going someplace outside what they call the geofenced area for a self-driving car, you'll get assigned to a car with a human behind the wheel. But if you're going a very short distance, it's quite possible you could have a self-driving car. Joanne Muller covers transportation for Axios. Thanks, Joanne. Thanks, Erica. It's been a tough year, and people have been looking at the new year as a new beginning. But we're heading into 2021 without having solved any of the problems from 2020. President Trump is still refusing to accept the results of the election, and White House officials are getting more and more panicked about his erratic behavior. The coronavirus is still out of control, with countries across Europe entering new lockdowns and England warning of a possible super-spreading virus strain. And to top it all off, distribution of the COVID vaccine in the U.S. is hitting major roadblocks. Mike Allen is Axios's co-founder. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Erica. So you're normally a pretty optimistic guy, but you wrote this piece looking ahead to 2021 that's not very happy at all. Let's start off with the first problem we're facing going into the new year, the coronavirus. What's the outlook? So Eric, in London, the Sunday papers, the headlines was literally Christmas canceled. And it's because of this new scary strain of the coronavirus. So they're suddenly locking down and the rest of Europe is trying to isolate England Train and plane routes are being cut off. So a huge disruption in people's holidays. And Erica, you maybe saw these pictures. What was the result? Everybody crowding into train stations, trying to get the last train out of London. And of course, defeating the purpose of trying to keep people where they're at. The second problem here on U.S. soil is vaccine distribution. What issues with distribution are going to carry over into 2021? Erica, what amazed me last week? was state after state, governor after governor. You heard them saying the exact same thing, which is we're getting less vaccine than we expected, and there's no explanation why. So over the weekend, you had something very unusual happen. You had a government official say, this is completely my fault, and I'm going to fix it. The chief operating officer of the four-star army general who runs Operation Warp Speed said that there had been miscommunication with the states. And Erica, we can now see this should have been foreseeable that rolling out this vaccine is not going to go as smoothly as people dreamed. And it's all in a Biden inbox that is already overflowing. And then, you know, the third problem you've been tracking is President Trump's last 30 days in office. You're hearing from officials in the White House that they're alarmed by his behavior. What are they most worried will happen in this next month? Oh, my goodness, Erica, our systems, our institutions are going to be tested as never before. So our colleague Jonathan Swan had amazing reporting over the weekend. Listen to this quote from a senior administration official who tells Swan it's impossible not to start getting anxious about how this ends. President Trump has one more chance 
to engage on really these like history-making issues. And Eric, I'll tell you something, whether you like Trump, whether you don't particularly like Trump, there's one thing that people have said over the years. They've all said, there's no way this ends well. And it's looking like they were right. Mike Allen is the co-founder of Axios. Thanks, Mike. Erica, have the best week. The pandemic has changed a lot of people's jobs, but one of them is top of mind this week, Santa Claus. Kids are doing their best to help him deliver his presents this year, telling the Wall Street Journal they're going to leave out the much more practical hand sanitizer and masks instead of the classic cookies and milk. But some kids aren't just worried about his safety, they're worried they won't get a visit at all. That's what Paxton from Illinois asked during a Sesame Street Town Hall hosted by CNN this weekend. What if he can't go to anyone's house or near his reindeer? Dr. Anthony Fauci was there to answer and assured Paxton that not even a pandemic would stop a visit from Santa Claus. I took a trip up there to the North Pole. I went there and I vaccinated Santa Claus myself. He can come down the chimney. He can leave the presents. Santa Claus is good to go. That's all we've got for you today. You can reach our team at podcast at axios.com or reach out to me on Twitter. My handle is Erica underscore Pandy. And we have something special for you today. Axios Today's host, Nyla Boodoo, will be joining Dan Primack, the host of our afternoon podcast, Axios Recap, for a virtual live event. They'll be highlighting the blockbuster Axios Events interviews from 2020, and they go live today at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can register at axios.com slash events. I'm Erica Pandy. Thanks for listening. Have the best day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning.